Hello and welcome to the Zero to Finals podcast. My name is Tom and in this episode I'm going to be talking to you about pulmonary hypertension. And you can find written notes on this topic at zerotofinals.com slash pulmonary hypertension or in the respiratory section of the second edition of the Zero to Finals medicine book. So let's get straight into it. Pulmonary hypertension refers to increased resistance and pressure in the pulmonary arteries in the lungs. It causes strain on the right side of the heart as it tries to pump blood through the pulmonary vessels in the lungs. This increased resistance in the pulmonary system causes back pressure into the right-hand side of the heart and the systemic venous system, meaning that the venous system or the veins in the body have a more difficult time draining because there's increased resistance on the right-hand side of the heart and into the pulmonary vessels. Pulmonary hypertension is defined as a mean pulmonary arterial pressure of more than 20 millimetres of mercury. Let's talk about the causes. The causes of pulmonary hypertension can be classified into five groups. Group 1 is idiopathic pulmonary hypertension or hypertension due to connective tissue disease, for example, systemic lupus erythematosus. Group 2 is due to left-sided heart failure, usually due to a myocardial infarction or heart attack, or systemic hypertension or high blood pressure. Group 3 is due to chronic lung disease, for example, COPD or pulmonary fibrosis. Group 4 is due to pulmonary vascular disease, for example a pulmonary embolism. And group 5 is due to miscellaneous causes such as sarcoidosis, glycogen storage diseases and hematological disorders. Let's talk about the signs and symptoms. Shortness of breath is the main presenting symptom. Other signs and symptoms include syncope, which is a loss of consciousness tachycardia or a fast heart rate, a raised jugular venous pressure or JVP, hepatomegaly or an enlarged liver and peripheral edema or swelling to the peripheries, for example the ankles. Next let's talk about the investigations. ECG changes indicate right-sided heart strain and these findings include P pulmonale, which are peaked P waves, right ventricular hypertrophy, which will be seen as tall R waves in V1 and V2, and deep S waves in V5 and V6, right axis deviation, and right bundle branch block. Chest x-ray changes include dilated pulmonary arteries and right ventricular hypertrophy, where the right ventricle is bulky. Other investigations include a raised NT-pro-BNP blood test, which indicates right ventricular failure, and an echocardiogram can be used to estimate the pulmonary artery pressure. Finally, let's talk about management. The prognosis of idiopathic pulmonary hypertension, where there's no secondary underlying cause, is poor with a mean survival of two to three years after the diagnosis if it's untreated. Idiopathic pulmonary hypertension may be treated with calcium channel blockers, 
intravenous prostaglandins, for example, epoprostanol, endothelin receptor antagonists, for example, macetentan, and phosphodiesterase 5 inhibitors, for example, sildenafil. Secondary pulmonary hypertension, where there is an underlying cause, is managed by treating the underlying cause, such as pulmonary embolism, COPD, or systemic lupus erythematosus. Supportive treatments, for example, oxygen and diuretics, are used for complications such as respiratory failure, edema, and arrhythmias. So thanks for listening to this episode on pulmonary hypertension. As always, a big thank you to Harry Watchman for perfectly editing the podcast, and I hope you join us for the next episode where we'll talk about sarcoidosis.